It's festival time in the Poconos. I'm Jim Hamill, and this is Pocono Mountains Podcast, Season 2, Episode 11. Each and every summer, we welcome the return of the county fairs and festivals that make visiting the Poconos such a special experience. There are the agricultural fairs with rides, food, and lots of entertainment. Personally, I grew up going to the Wayne County Fair in Honesdale. It's a tradition each and every August. And Wally Lake Fest is also making a splash again this August. In addition to music festivals and the first ever Honey and Blueberry Festival over several weekends starting this month at Equestrian House. More on that in just a bit. The Poconos is a year-round destination for millions. With 2,400 square miles of rivers, forests, lakes, and mountains, and iconic family resorts with historic downtowns, it's the perfect getaway. You can always find out more on PoconoMountains.com or watch PTN, the Pocono Television Network, streaming live 24-7. Learn more there at PoconoTelevision.com. Thanks so much for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. We'll have a new episode each week highlighting lots of the fun things you can experience while you're visiting the Poconos. Subscribe and leave a review and or comment on whatever platform you listen. Back to the episode now. We're talking fairs and festivals, and one in particular that has a lot of promise to go on our calendars each year. Equestrian House is on a sprawling property in the Poconos and is hosting its first ever Honey and Blueberry Festival. Brianna Strunk sat down with the owner for this podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to Pocono Mountains Podcast. I'm Brianna Strunk. We are sitting at a truly unique property here in Wayne County in the Pocono Mountains, the Equestrian House. This is a former horse farm converted into a summer camp for some time. And now since 2018, it is a vacation rental and events venue. Truly beautiful. You have to come check it out. We are here sitting down with the owner, Roger, to talk all about it. So thanks for joining us on this edition of Pocono Mountains Podcast. Great to be here, Brianna. So take me back to 2018, you know, you're from New York City, you come here to the Poconos, pretty much the middle of nowhere, so take me back to that. Well, it, it's, uh, it's a great story because uh, when uh, I was a child, my family and I would go out to, uh, from New York City with my cousins and my uncles to quote unquote the country, which was Long Island, Huntington, New York. And over the past 10 years, I wanted to recreate those experiences because me and my brothers would ha are, have children, they have, we have young children, and we wanted to get together as, as a family in a quote unquote family reunion. And we started coming out during the summers to the Poconos. Uh, and we would rent a house and we have a great week together. And we wanted to do that more than once a year. And my wife and I said, well, let's find our own vacation rental. Let's find our own place to, to own and to come back to uh, every, every year, every summer. So we, we found uh, this location uh, it had, it was incredible. It had uh, a, a main house, which is the house, which is our, our private home. And it had all these other buildings on it. And we just created into uh, vacation rentals that we can uh, have other people experience family reunions. And then there's this wonderful uh, large horse arena 
in which the camp actually blacktop everything. If you ask horse people, you know, aren't you going to kind of take that blacktop off and you can have horses back? But it becomes a, with the blacktop, it becomes a, a really uh, large venue where you can have over 600 people uh, in an event, uh, uh, during an event and host an event. And we created on one side of the barn uh, all of these uh, uh, meeting rooms and meeting spaces. For if you have a wedding, um, you have some private spaces as well. So you have the big party in the, in the large arena, and then you have meeting rooms uh, on the side here. So backing it up really quickly, being from New York City, your family's there, and you'd come to the Poconos for family reunions or family getaways. What does someone from New York City think of the Poconos? Well, it's, I, I think they, they think that, you know, uh, it's especially down around the Route 80, I call it the Route 80 Poconos. Very, now it's very crowded, water parks, uh, you have uh, a, a lot of people sort of skiing uh, down there, which is great, it's wonderful. And that's not what we were looking for uh, as a family. We wanted the peace and quiet. We didn't want the traffic. I mean, we're from New York City, right? And the number of people that come here are from Philadelphia, and we want to get away from that traffic. So instead of, it's like people who go uh, to Florida, you know, you just see the same people you see from New York, right? Um, in the Poconos, you kind of see the same, you know, you don't want that traffic, you don't want that busyness, you don't want the lines anymore. And so we lucked out because we came to Wayne County, which is the northern Poconos, part of the northern Poconos of uh, uh, Pocono Mountains. And we found, if you will, a country oasis a place where you can sort of have um, hours of just nothing. And it's that I think people want to get connected back to nature uh, and really disconnect from, you know, the everyday. Uh, and with remote, you know, re remote um, um, businesses, some people, you know, actually come here and we have, even though we're remote, we have full 100, you know, uh, uh, megabit you know, internet and Wi-Fi, so you can disconnect, but you don't have to disconnect. So in 2018, when you were looking to purchase here in the Poconos, were you looking to do this business or were you looking for like a family home? We were just, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm afraid to, whether the listeners hearing me, how crazy uh, this person you're interviewing is, but uh, basically, uh, no, we were just looking for a family respite, you know, just, a weekend home, maybe a summer home, with a few bedrooms because we got a we we have a, a fairly large family. I have four kids, uh, and you know my folks would come out and a little bit of land, right? Maybe one or two acres, you know, that you can mow for a weekend. We have over a hundred acres here at at Equestrian House. Uh, we we did not know um, that you know you know how there is a lot of work here and. Uh, you know, we just love it. You know, it, it, becomes, our, it, it becomes our farm, uh, you know, something we take care of land. I think we, we you know, as, as from, a, from the city to coming to the country, uh, I, I uh, you know, sort of realize that, you know, we are responsible for, you know, this land. And I'm, I'm not a big environmentalist, but I, you know, appreciate, uh, you know, kind of um, taking care of the land, um, being, you know, raising bees, um, and, and honey and, uh, 
you know, and blueberry bushes, right? And we've, we found an interesting story. Uh, we, we are having a honey and blueberry festival that's, that's coming up uh, in, from the middle of June into uh, sort of the end of July, and we're inviting people over. Um, during the lockdowns and uh, the pandemic, we, were, we escaped New York, and my whole family, my folks, and, and everybody were, were up here. What, you know, what, a, what a place to be at during the, the lockdowns. And during that period, uh, we, we uh, you know, put some fruit trees and planted some blueberry bushes, because I love blueberries, and you know, why not create your own blueberries? And I, I um, planted about 15 uh, blueberry bushes. Uh, and it was a lot of work, you know, trying to dig up. If anybody knows Wayne County, you, you can't dig, you know, half a foot before you have all these rocks. And, and uh, it was very hard to, to plant stuff here if you don't have the right equipment. Uh, after I planted all those, watered them, took care of all the blueberries, I'm going to have all these blueberries, you know, that we're going we're gonna to harvest. Um, we cleared a section of the property and we walked over and discovered like hundreds of wild blueberries on the property. And well, I was like, well, I just planted all of those bushes and now I don't have to plant any more bushes. Here's all the blueberries here. And it is work to get all the blueberries off. I mean, you got to hand pick them. They're not, they're wild blueberries. They're not, uh, you know, the ones you could just sort of farm off. But uh, we want to invite people to the property to pick their own fresh blueberries, and they are the most delicious blueberries. And I, I'm a blueberry connoisseur, I love blueberries. They are the most bl delicious blueberries you'll ever taste. Wow, we'll have to take you up on that. Yeah. Okay, so you come and you were looking for just a house, but you inherited all of this. Was it just instantly you knew this was the right fit, even though it wasn't exactly what you were looking for? Um, no, <laughs> it's, uh, I will tell you, even to this day, it's a lot to, you know, it's a lot to maintain, right? It's over a hundred acres here. Uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, quite a few buildings here. Um, so we're, you know, we think, uh, this is a, a very unique property and we're trying to figure out more things to do here. We want to invite people that we want to share the property. Um, we don't want to keep it all to ourselves. You know, we could do that, but we want to share it with, with folks. Um, these are wonderful structures, wonderful buildings. It's a sort of a, the horse farm for the 50s and 60s. Uh, we still have half the, the arena is still the original stables for the horses. And uh, we don't have horses today, but you know, one day we, we will and, and have horses here, but it's a wonderful place to take pictures, have a, have a cocktail party, uh, and uh, see what, you know, what, it was, what it was like when it was a horse farm. So this was the horse stable. So yeah, yeah, so this part of the, of the barn, these were all, thir there's 30 stables on one side, 30 stables on the other side. We still have, uh, we, we created uh, additional rooms uh, over there for, for, um, for the events venue. Uh, and uh, we have uh, 17, 18 um, um, horse stables on, on that side. And on this side, we created uh, the meeting rooms uh, and bathrooms and kitchens and stuff like that on, on this side when you have, when you have uh, meetings. 
and overnight accommodations. Earlier, you took us to the log cabin and there's some other different kinds of styles, like a suite. So tell us about the overnight accommodations. Yeah, so we have vacation rentals. And believe me, there's not many things in and around here. We have 35, actually 35 summer camps. There's a lot of summer camps in and around here. And we have parent weekends, camp, camp parents who have their kids staying at these uh, summer camps, they would come and say, you know, Roger, we, we love, you know, staying at Equestrian House because, you know, the nearest place, number one, is more than half an hour away. Uh, and number two, they're very modern facilities. And one of the things that uh, my wife and I wanted to do when we, when we um, you know, uh, renovated a lot of these uh, locations, a lot of the vacation rentals, was that we wanted to uh, create it in such a way that if we, you know, my wife and I or my family were just, we would stay there, right? We're not just renting it out because there are some places nearby, I won't mention, but there are some places nearby that, you know, you wouldn't, you know, you ever see the movie Psycho, you know, it's sort of the Bates Motel, so that's kind of what it's like. Now, now that's because Things were sort of in the 70s and 80s, and just that's the way it is. But what we wanted to do was create a more modern experience. So we have uh, seven vacation rentals, uh, a log cabin that has three bedrooms, uh, two and a half baths, with its own kitchen, its own separate area. And then we have what, uh, a co what we call a cottage complex that has six units that, with 20, that can host 26 people. Uh, we have two two bedrooms uh, suites with kitchens, uh, two uh, two suites with um, with uh, kitchens, and two other suites with uh, just kitchenettes. Uh, so you can have 26 people, um, you know, living and and working uh, living there um, and and uh, gathering there during the pandemic or after um, the people would. Um, ha now have their family reunions, they want the entire cottage complex to themselves. You can rent them individually or you can rent all six units. And we had uh, a couple of family reunions come here, rent all six units, and everybody would have their own separate unit. You know, one family have their own separate unit and because, you know, of, you know the, the grandmother, grandfather would stay in this unit and then other people stay in that unit. And people can, can gather up, but go back to their own to their own units. So I think people like that. Yeah, and so you've had people from the major cities come here, uh, stay a weekend or a whole week. So New York, New York City, uh, Long Island, uh, Philadelphia, north, north of Philly. We have people from Ohio, um, Connecticut, New Jersey, New Hampshire. So uh, what's great about sort of this location is we are actually equidistant, you know, between Ohio, uh, New Long Island, and, you know, they would, they would come, kind of come here, and this would be their central location, um, you know, maybe about two hours from um, the George Washington Bridge, maybe about, you know, a few more hours from Ohio when they drove, but they found that this was a, a lot more um, convenient location. And you have a lot to do here. You have... Um Swimming pool, basketball courts, you have the beautiful pond, hiking trails, you could bring your pets. Yes. Oh yeah, and uh, I, that, the, the last one is the, the, probably the biggest, uh, biggest uh, feature, which is not many uh, places allow pets, right? And 
what we do is we, we, pets love it here. Dogs love it here. You know, we have over a hundred acres of just, you know, kind of running around. And we tell all of our guests is you don't have to pick up after your dog, just make sure nobody steps in it because we need the sort of the nitrogen and the, you know, the fertilizer to, to help, uh, you know, the grass grow and everything like that. But we have uh, six basketball courts, uh, a couple of tennis courts, we have a trampoline, we have a pool, we have a fishing pond, um, no barbs, it's catch and release. We have uh, nature trails, you can go out, you can see the deer. Um, we, you know, we have, there's wildlife here and uh, it's a, just an incredible place to, to see nature. We also are gonna have, uh, we're, we're also gonna be putting in one of the fastest growing sports in, uh, in the world, uh, at least they tell me, we're gonna have pickleball courts too. Nice. Pickleball. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the honey and blueberry festival, how did you bring a bee farm into this operation that you've built in 2018? How did that get started? Well, funny story, well, I blame that on my, my cousin. And he said, you know, I, I you know, he, we, he came out in 2018 after we, we bought, bought the property and said, you know, you should have bees, uh, you know, on property. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. And uh, I, uh, you know, decided, okay, well, let me, let me put some bees. And he told me that around September or October. And I called up uh, a local bee club and I said, look, I'm looking to get some bees. Uh, and, and I said, well, maybe I should, you know, uh, get the bees here and before winter, so they kind of get used to the, the winter and then in the spring they'll be okay. And the, the person, that my, which is now my bee mentor, said I was crazy because I had no clue. You know, you can't just get bees, right? You, 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 there's an there's a entire process around it. So I had to wait till the next spring and we got what, what's called uh, nucle nucleus colonies of bees, which has a queen bee and thousands of, of uh, worker bees. And we started with, uh, they recommend you start with uh, two hives so that you can, you know, as you're learning, uh, because we're a questionary house, we try to do things big. We started with 10 hives and uh, it was a heck of a lot of work and we learned, uh, you know, about um, honeybees and beekeeping and uh, how to extract honey. We we make our own honey here. We extract our own honey here. So, um, at uh, at the Honey and Blueberry Festival, we'll have our honey available for for people. And we have um, lots of wildflowers here. We have fruit trees, as I said. We have lots of apple apple trees on, on property. Uh, Cortland apples, for the most part. Um, and you know pear trees and, and lots of other other things that the bees love to pollinate. I'm just sitting here thinking like your family in New York City probably thinks you are crazy off your rocker so you come here in 2018 you buy this huge property and then you get into beekeeping I mean you're really going outside of your comfort zone and outside of your element here and everything that you've done here. Yeah well, they actually do think I'm crazy, and then they want to come and visit, and they want to hang for a week because it's it's just beautiful here, right? It is it is a little you got to be a little uh, uh, enthusiastic, let's say, and you got to have some passion in what you do. Um, anything uh, 
throughout life, you, if you take something on, you, it may not be perfect the first time. And um, I, I will tell you, nothing. When we when we first had this, I wasn't really thinking vacation, all vacation rental and events venue, and a lot of this developed uh, over time. Uh, and the Honey and Blueberry Festival, it's the same thing as well. We we want to invite others uh, to the property. We want to to have them see what we're we're doing on the property. We want them to be part of it. We want uh, part of the Honey and Blueberry Festival's mission is to bring the community uh, into uh, into the property and and um, join together as community. So inaugural Honey and Blueberry Festival happening not just one weekend, but over several weekends in June and July. So June 18th and 19th, which is the Father's Day weekend, is when we uh, uh, kind of open up. Um, going through uh, the July 4th weekend, July 9th and 10th is going to be the vendor weekend. That's where we're, we're inviting uh, lots of local vendors uh, to come to the property. And then uh, ending uh, July 24th, 25th, uh, I think I have that right, um, uh, that weekend. And uh, the blueberries should be in, in, in peak season, uh, you know, kind of at that point. And I think the only, the last thing is, so anything that you want to add about the history of the property? So how did the property get its start? And tell me a little bit about the, the horse farm. Yeah, so, uh, the, yeah, in the, in the, I think in the 50s and 60s, this was a, a horse farm. Uh, they, they trained horses here. They actually had horse shows here. They had, uh, they would, people would buy horses, buy and sell horses. They would board horses here. Uh, on the property, um, where the tennis courts and basketball courts were, there was a, a, a riding uh, track for the horses. And then the camp took it over and made it tennis courts and, ba and basketball courts. Uh, and uh, we're, you know, we want to bring this back to a time um, where, you know, nature you know, ruled, right? Um, we are a, Pennsylvania is a state or a commonwealth of farmers, right? And that's where, you know, what we're kind of all about here, agriculture or agritourism. So part of what we're, part of our mission as, as the Equestrian House and the Honey and Blueberry Festival uh, is to bring uh, people back to a time where where kind of agritourism getting them back into nature have getting them educated about honeys honeybees um, blueberries um, and all the different things that you know are in and around um, agriculture and, and tourism and when I say agriculture I'm not talking big agriculture I'm really talking about the family farmers right we've we've kind of you know, we kind of uh, lost some of that. And, uh, you know, coming from New York City, I have no, had no clue, nothing about growing, growing anything, much less blueberry, blueberry bushes, uh, fruit trees, apple trees, I had no clue. I didn't know how to prune trees. I didn't know anything about that. Certainly didn't know anything about honeybees. So everything that we're doing today, you know, I, you know, I Googled it and found out. 
Are you very proud of how far you've come? And we talked to your nephew, you know, he get, he's a beekeeper here now with you and just bringing the family here and so much you've accomplished in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And this was, and in 2020, um, this was our lockdown location, right? This is when the world was going to heck, right? And nobody knew what was going on. Um, you know, thank God we had some place, you know, really to go. Um, we were, we were in, um, Queens, New York, which was the sort of at the time, the epicenter of, of, uh, COVID. And we were lucky enough to, to be able to come to a questioning house and sort of, um, kind of, uh, enjoy sort of the outdoor, uh, aspect of, of the property and, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we, from, from that sort of survival aspect, yes, I'm glad we were able to have that. Now, two years later in reflection, you know, we learned a lot um, ab about, you know, the land, the property, ag agriculture, tourism, uh, agritourism, and we have a long way to go. Uh, I, yes, I'm proud of where we are at this moment, but we, we have, you know, uh, big plans, a big vision. We want to share this, the, 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 my love and my passion, my family's passion for, for this property and what it could be and what it will be. There are a number of, uh, sort of other properties in and around here that have been, you know, sort of own generations and they invite people over and we, we kind of want to be like that too. We want, we're inviting other people in. We want people to have their own memories here at a questioning house. So if someone wants to find out more about the equestrian house, maybe book an event here, book an, a vacation rental, or they want to come to the Honey and Blueberry Fest, how can they find out more? Certainly come to our website at www.equestrianhousepa.com, uh, E-Q-U-E-S-T-R-I-A-N, house, H-O-U-S-E-P-A for Pennsylvania.com. Roger, thanks so much for having us here for this edition of Pocono Mountains Podcast. Thank you, Brianna. We're back. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. I'm Jim Hamill. Brianna's story aired in the June edition of Pocono Mountains Magazine, all about the festival at Equestrian House. Here's that now. Today, we are suited up and becoming one with the bees. This is something I have never done before, but we're always up for new experiences here in the Poconos. All right, let's head inside and find out what all the buzz is about. Roger and his nephew, Anthony, show us around their bee farm in Pleasant Mount, Wayne County, with dozens of hives and thousands upon thousands of honeybees. Once you're kind of on that mindset of like, the bees are part of the greater ecosystem of our society, then you kind of look at these insects differently. This is the queen bee right here. From the hives comes honey, sweet, pure honey. We have Greek friends who will put it in their baklava. We have Indian friends who will uh, put it with their chai tea. And it's, it's beautiful how it's a conduit for culture. The bee farm is just one unique feature of the equestrian house, a former horse farm turned vacation rental and event venue. You can learn all about the bees and agritourism in the northern Poconos, plus pick your own wild blueberries here during the inaugural Honey and Blueberry Festival, being held over six weekends every Saturday and Sunday 
from June 18th through July 24th. Part of the Honey and Blueberry Festival's mission is to bring the community uh, into the property and join together as community. Like many others from New York City, Roger's family vacationed in the Poconos and wanted to buy a second home here. In 2018, they discovered this 100-acre property and fell in love. It was incredible. It had a, a main house, which is our, our private home, and it had all these other buildings on it. Roger turned the former horse arena into an event venue. Weddings, family reunions, and other large gatherings can be held outdoors, too. Old horse stables were converted into modern meeting rooms. The equestrian house also has pet-friendly vacation rentals, including this spacious log cabin, plus cottages and suites. And of course, guests are always greeted with homemade honey. We want to share the property. Uh, we don't want to keep it all to ourselves. The equestrian house has a fishing pond, pool, basketball and tennis courts, nature trails, and a fruit orchard. We have lots of apple trees on property, pear trees, and, and lots of other, other things that the bees love to pollinate. From planting roots in the Poconos to planting fruit trees, Roger never planned to start a business or become a beekeeper. But this is a special place, and he's excited to share it with you this summer during the Honey and Blueberry Festival. We found, if you will, a country oasis. Pocono Television Network, I'm Brianna Strunk. Country fairs and summer festivals getting underway all across the Poconos now. Just go to PoconoMountains.com events to learn more. Please remember to subscribe anywhere podcasts are available. Come visit us in the Pocono Mountains. Plan your trip today. Today.